0: Hello, I'm Irish Stephen Bear, and I'm here with the Sci-Fi (laughs) Systems.
1: Welcome to the Sci-Fi Sisters podcast, where we give you our point of view. I'm Tamia Harper, and I'm joined today by my sisters, Yvette Blackman-Tom. Hello. Sabrina Wood. Whoop, whoop. And Fran T. What's happening? What's happening, Fran, is that we have a guest with us today that literally has us all and trying really hard not to girl. I, I, I know. I, I'm trying to be so, 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 so cool right now. Because the brother has the coolest beard in the universe. That's number one. And number two, he's responsible for our favorite, favorite, favorite Star Trek. I'm not even going to mess around and tell y'all. Y'all, you know who we're talking about. We're talking about none only than Ira Stephen Bear. Thank you so much for joining us. Yay! we are we couldn't even be more ecstatic that you're here and like we were saying before we started we are huge 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 ds9 fans all of us to a t ds9 hands down is our favorite show so to be sitting here talking to somebody who had a direct hand in creating the awesomeness that is ds9 is just like a dream come true and, you know, we know you're a regular man and you put your pants on one leg at a time. But- Who told you <laughs> this? <that? laughs>
0: I got Where, my sources. Do you have cameras in here?
1: <laughs> we got sources, baby. Say <laughs> so. Right. But um, before we get to DS9 talk, yes. I got to go back way back mm-hmm. because you are also part of one of my foundational childhood memories, which is fame. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. I I know, right? I remember (laughs) that show being on, and I remember thinking that this is what high school was like. (laughs) (laughs) And, man, I couldn't wait to get there.
2: (laughs) That was must-see TV. Yes. Back in Mm -hmm. the day. That was must-see TV.
0: My wife still says that I was never happier. I never came home happier from a job, less stressed out, even though there were plenty of times I was stressed out, but just much more upbeat and easy to be with than when I was doing fame. Wow. Mm. Clearly, I mean, partly I, I didn't even become a producer until the last season. Uh, So I didn't quite have the responsibilities that I've I've had on other shows. But uh, I just, I like the people I was working with a lot. Not that I didn't like them on other shows, but um, I could literally fall out of bed. And if I wanted to walk to, at the time, this is how long ago it was, MGM, MGM. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh. yeah, I was good.
0: We stood in the parking lot the day they took the gigantic MGM sign yeah. and oh, I mean, people were weeping. People who'd been with MGM mm-hmm. for 40 years who it was like the height of show business and, and film were weeping in the parking lot as as they took down that sign. But I liked a lot. Um I liked uh I had interesting relationships with a lot of the kids who were featured on the show as actors. Uh, I loved Debbie. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, she was, mm-hmm. she was fantastic. Uh, there were a lot of there were a lot of good people. There was, I mean, I don't want to tell stories out of school, but <laughs> just tell them. Tell them. Yeah, it, it was the eighties. Which mm-hmm. wasn't quite the '70s, but it wasn't <laughs> the '80s. Right. So you could walk into the closest bathroom, closest men's room to the dance uh, rehearsal hall, mm-hmm. and sometimes you would find a spray of blood on the wall from where someone had jacked up.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it yeah. was.
0: It was. There was a lot of freaky. Stuff, not in the writers' room, (laughs) um, in the stages, and then, uh, you know, the the first season I was there, Janet Jackson was on the show. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, uh, I met her dad. Um, (laughs) uh, um,
1: (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) it, It was just, it was just, it was a great time, and I was doing what I wanted to do. You know, I had been on another show before that. It was just, it was just, I have nothing but uh, fond memories. And and just yesterday, uh, I, you know, we're picketing. Uh, and I just walked for, you know, three hours yesterday with uh, Mike McGreevy, who was on that show with me oh, for wow. years. You know, we wrote it together. We produced it in the last season together. And we're still close friends and and uh, so, yeah, fame keeps on giving. So. Wow.
1: That's awesome. Weren't know. you really young when you were working on that show? Oh,
0: yeah, man. I was still at, you know, three times a day they had to change my diapers. <laughs> 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 but, yeah.
1: You know what I mean, man.
4: <laughs>
0: well, I have to say, as it goes on, I realized I wasn't that much older than the some of the kids on were <laughs> Not that's exactly wrong. kids. Right. You know? right there was a lot of uh fudging of ages as it turned out, mm-hmm. out later but uh, you know it was just it it was it was a, a really good time uh in my life i i you know i was set up by one of the other writers on the show set up on a blind date with the woman who became my wife who uh, who danced who was a professional ballerina and they needed a ballerina for the episode where Nicole had been killed in a car accident and they needed someone to do a, the, the dance of death, the ballet dance of death. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and my wife did it on the show. So she got to work on the show. So that was fun. Uh, it was just a good time. It was just mm-hmm. a good time. And, you know, um, we were, I think it was my, I think it was Mike. I, I forget that it was Mike or myself, but we were in the uh, Gable Building in the offices that Rod Serling had when he did the Twilight Zone. Oh wow! But oh the, my being god! Being in that was just so. Because I was a lot younger, and I was very much impressed with Hollywood history. So just thinking of that mind being in that space was. Uh, was a kick you know yeah,
2: yeah you it could hear the voice now my like god in the gable building okay i'm, yeah, I'm loving
0: <laughs> imagine That's if you will one. yeah so so yes yeah. so thanks for mentioning and also you know just we we used to have uh if if fan letters would come to the uh show and it wasn't addressed to a specific actor if it was sent to a specific actor they would wherever it went, to their people, whatever. But if it just said fame, mm-hmm. you get boxes of mail that were just dumped in our office, right? Oh, because they wow. didn't know what to do with it. So whenever we got, like, tired or or too stressed out, we'd open up these letters. Some of them written with pencil. I mean, young kids, mm-hmm. age, you know, and you just read these very simple, heartfelt you know how much the show me- meant to them, and mm. how much Gene Anthony Ray meant to them. Oh man! Mm.
2: Mm. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. You know, it was just—I, I, you know—at that time in my life, I was just amazed that I was sitting at MGM opening up fan mail. You know, just, <laughs> you literally. know, whether it was sent to me or not didn't matter. Right? I, I right. Know who I was, but that was that was fun. Oh
1: it's like That was a great
5: show. Really was. I love that show. Yeah. I, you know. And Ira, you, you didn't go to Juilliard, did you? Did you go to, um, you were, to, you you were know, in
0: were of. Uh, the School of uh, the Performing Arts. I actually, I, I haven't mentioned this in many years, but I will say it to you. Um, <laughs> well, it'll be our secret. I actually, I actually auditioned. Wow. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> I actually auditioned for the School of the Performing Arts because there was a little period of time mm-hmm. where I, I, that I wanted to act, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I did not get in, uh, because I, at the same time, I was going through what every kid was going through back then, uh, which we don't have to get into. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, but, you know, I did know some people who went there, you know, and uh so it was again, it was just uh and, and the other thing was shooting you know, every two the first two weeks of every season we shot in New York, right? We'd shoot mm-hmm. Them, mm-hmm. we'd write these musical numbers for the first like eight episodes, mm-hmm. right? They'd then be put into the first eight episodes. But we'd shoot them all in the first two weeks of the show. Oh wow. So so in in the city yeah. in Manhattan. And I have to tell you, there's still nothing I've been through, and I've been through a lot of cool things. Nothing was as cool as that first time I'm sitting just outside of Central Park, you know, and 59th Street. Oh, yeah. In, in, a, in a director's chair, you know, <laughs> all the other producer, director, whatever, sitting <laughs> in the director's chairs with this huge musical number. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, man. And it's like, Someone frickin' pinch me, man. This is like, you know. And I invited every one of my Bronx boys to come and watch. That's what's up? <laughs> <laughs> one of them came. Of course, you know, it is. sons of they not
3: <laughs>
0: they were too cool. You know, they had. You know, it was like. What the hell? When I when I left for California, you know, they I'm sure they all uh, they all said, you know, well, don't worry if it doesn't work out, you can
3: all. <laughs> <It's unbelievable>. <laughs> that's,
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I still talk to them to the ones who are still alive. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> at, uh, I still tell them I still give them hell for not coming to uh, to visit when uh, I was in town shooting
1: that is so cool it is and we thank you for sharing that little personal (laughs) tidbit with us (laughs) wow this is we aim to create a safe space you know
3: there you go
1: (laughs) so I, I thought I heard some. I thought I heard somewhere or you doing talking somewhere and you were saying that there there's something that you brought from fame and Put into Deep Space
0: Nine. Was oh, yeah, it a- yeah, 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 yeah. It was a, it was a whole th- episode I brought from. <laughs> I had. Just I a had, little something. I had written an episode called uh, The Old Ball Game on Fame, which was about the Fame kids playing this team um, uh, in a baseball game. And it was it was a fun script. And the episode came I, Rob Morrow, who was on uh, Northern Exposure it was yeah. one of the mm-hmm. first episodes. He came. He was the he was the, the captain of the other team, the asshole on the other team. <laughs> and,
3: uh,
0: and he was good. Um uh, but uh you know it was a little difficult, let's be honest, to uh to do a baseball game with a lot of dancers who did not look Fantastic playing the outfield.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> never, never had a glove on in their lives, and
4: <laughs> yeah. they know what a glove was probably.
0: And uh, the other thing was <laughs> the one thing, and this was in the first season I did. So I was just, you know, I was I was uh, a lowly whatever I was script consultant. So I didn't even get to go. I, I think maybe once I went down to the set where they were filming. I mean, the location where they were filming the, the baseball team. And all I said to the executive producer was, it's supposed to be like Queens were shooting this in. I think that's where the field was supposed to be. Just tell the DP not to shoot the palm trees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the <palm> tree. <laughs> the only right. thing we have to watch out for is well, trees. Shoot mm-hmm. palm trees. And if you watch the episode... Oh, which you can find or not—they're the goddamn pom- <laughs>
5: <laughs> there oh, are no palm. trees in Flushing.
0: I, I have to do this episode again without the palm trees, <laughs> uh, but I did not want to write it. Uh, you know that—that that felt too much like you know ripping myself off. <laughs> so I felt I, I should not be the one writing it. Uh, so I—I I, I gave it to Ron, Ron Moore, to write it. Of um, course, he was becoming a big baseball fan at that time, um, and some of the same gags. I got to tell you, some of <laughs> the same gags. Not knowing who to tag, because they all look alike. <laughs> that's
1: such a good one. That's so.
0: <laughs> and and that that's based on something that actually happened in the minor leagues that I read about. That, oh that, wow! You know, the teams changed so much in the minors at times that the catcher just hadn't been paying attention, and he you <laughs> know. They said he didn't touch home plate. Tag him, tag him, tag him. <laughs> he ran to the dugout. and He looked at all these faces, and he didn't know who this. <laughs> he just went down the whole line, tagging people and looking at the. Oh audience. my
4: gosh! So
0: that was a that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that was a that was a fun show, and Avery was so into it. Uh, when, <laughs> Avery was into things, you knew everything was gonna be good because yeah, yeah. number one on the call sheet and you want him to be happy. Mm-hmm. And Siraq was into it and of uh, and uh, you know uh Max could actually play some ball. Mm-hmm. And so he had a he had to pretend he was a lefty or something. I forget <laughs> they had to give him a glove so that he would look more awkward. awkward. Uh-huh. It was too difficult for him uh <laughs> to do it uh it, with his natural uh throwing hand um, and batting uh stance oh, so wrong. I mean that was fun but yes so Fame did have uh, uh yes Fame did wind up uh on deep space 9 <laughs>
4: oh, and I what an that. episode
0: yeah it a lot of fun
2: what an episode
0: Definitely is it the opposition
2: That is my first cosplay outfit. I definitely have a a complete Niners baseball. Hey,
0: man, nothing makes me happier than the couple of times I don't do it often. But if I go to a convention and I see people in in Niner uniforms, Mm -hmm. I I have to tell you it's because I know, you know, people keep saying, and I'm not saying it's not true, that they watch the show from the beginning and they were fans from the beginning. But the, the truth is it was lonely out there.
3: Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> we know. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yep. We were not beloved by anyone. Mm-mm. Exactly,
1: and of course, you know, people would tell us like, "Oh, of course, you like Deep Space Nine. It's got the black guy in it." And I'm like, "It has nothing to do. Okay, it has a little bit to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it has a little bit to do." But the, the fact went, of the matter on. was that I would, I can't stand behind if the show was shit. That's, that's it. I wasn't gonna be able to stand behind it. and it wasn't yeah. shit. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Yeah. It was something. It was oh, wow. unlike anything else we'd ever seen. And with like, it was our shit. <laughs> right
0: from exactly. the emissary. We were like, from, okay, from okay, yes, pilot, yes. okay.
1: It's still the best pilot.
0: It's Michael, still the best pilot. Without a doubt, when when Michael died and mm-hmm. I was close mm-hmm. to Michael, I still miss Michael. I and mean, oh, yeah. very different people in a lot of ways. But Michael and I really got along and 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 I I like Michael a lot. So when Michael passed away in 2005, I hadn't seen an episode since we'd gone off the air and I watched the pilot and, uh, I was, I was really impressed by, by seeing that pilot again Mm. because so much of what we did later on, long after Michael was, was gone from the show. um, So much of it, it was all there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there were times, you know, there was frustration because it was like, don't you guys know what you created? Why are you giving me a hard time? (laughs) You know, which is, I'm just following the path you laid out. That's Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do was take what, what the emissary promised on all levels the father son relationship all the char- all the stuff that's in there and just take it to the limit that mm-hmm. was all I felt my job was mm-hmm. and and you know anytime people were trying to get in the way of that you know it just became a thing
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you know? not that I like having to go through things but I'm willing to go through things mm-hmm. and- uh, so anyway, but the the fact is that uh, you know it was probably maybe better for for us for the show actually that we were so deep 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 undercover at times it felt like, <laughs> you know, like um, I think it probably was was better for the show and what you know, was problematic in 1997. Seems like business as usual in 2023 for television. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That,
4: that, One word for that arc, storyline arcs. Mm-hmm. Today, you know, with the streaming and everything, it fits perfectly with what's going on in 2023. Mm-hmm. I I must say, and, and I say this, I, you know, I put this into... Ter- Deep Space Nine, and I'm a huge trekkie, Deep Space Nine has stood the test of time. And it has also proven to be the best written, directed, character, um um development.
2: Um, development.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting I'm getting kinda of, you know. And <laughs> you know, it's just it and it and it's it's wonderful to see how that went through the seven years that the seven seasons that you all were on right now, you look at it now and it's like, and it, and it has stood the test of time. Well, unlike
5: we, some other, well, we, we just watched know. it. 10, 10 episodes of Picard. We just I know, watched DS9. I know, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, you
3: know,
4: I'm, DS9 is on. I'm going to watch it or I'm going to put it on my TV. You know, I'm mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just, it was just a great show. And, Characters, you know, the chemistry it was really it was just it was just all there to see and feel, so thank you,
3: oh, thank, thank you. you,
4: you're welcome, <laughs>
5: <laughs> but like so, she said, um I'm sorry, go ahead, no, go ahead, so, go so ahead, like like Fran was saying, um, I think me and Sabrina have had this conversation, um, we just watched Picard, which was really good, but my problem was that it got to use. The beautiful background and story development of ds9 mm-hmm. without the characters of ds9 and it really goes back to the same thing and i was there when ds9 came on so ds9 was i was always watching trek it was always somebody else's trek and i was just kind of watching but ds9 was my trek i loved it i was in the military during the time um ds9 came on so i would see it I wouldn't see it all the way through but i would see it like when i would come home or if i was on a base somewhere overseas um during the summer but it was my trek i i i got married during that time i had a family so everything that was going on was you know i actually saw you know it happening um in my trek um and i as a, as a, I, it is I, I just it's everything to me um and then when I watched this season, I'm probably ranting again, and I apologize, but <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that i I thought of you and Michael and all the other writers because the backdrop of that season, which was so good, was the card um, was d s nine and i I want everyone to please realize that you know you you are looking you are you, the benefit that they got was from all the work all the love, sweat, and tears of those writers um, that people just didn't pay attention to when it was coming on. And, you know, like, you know, everybody likes it now. Well, they're finding out about it. And that's a good thing. And that's a good thing. Hopefully it will bring more people uh, to find out about DS9. But I-, I wanted to bring that up and let you know that we do see that. And um, your work, that's how good it is. <laughs> they're still using it, you know.
0: Yeah, well, that that's Uh, nice. You know, my take is, is always, uh, I remember when, uh, when John Lennon was killed and, uh, I, I was being visited by a a friend from England, like a month or two later, whatever. And she was staying with me and, um, you know, at some point we started to talk about Lennon. And I went through the typical thing of, oh, isn't it a shame, you know, that the Beatles didn't get a chance to get back together and make more albums. And she goes, man, that's such an American kind of attitude. You know, it's like, you always want more. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just be happy with all the stuff, you know, the stuff that the Beatles did, the stuff he did alone, you know, it's like, yeah, it's terrible that he he's, he was, you know, murdered, obviously terrible, horrible at 40 years old. She wasn't making light of it, but to be all bent out of shape about, it, if only there was more, if only, you <laughs> know, it's like, that's why I keep telling people all the time, you know, there's 170 odd episodes <laughs> of Deep Space Nine. Stop asking, is there going to be another Deep Space Nine? <laughs> Or deep space. It's like it's like, guys, that's deep space
3: nine.
0: (laughs) Renee is gone, you know, Avery, I don't know what's going on with Avery. I don't know, you know, whether he wants to or is capable of whatever I mean, it's just, it, it would never be the same show. Do we really want to see a re- reboot DS9 with all new actors playing those characters? No. 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 Right. You know? So 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 Odo is off the table. Uh, no, I guess to Salome Jens, I saw her in a play last year. Salome, you know is is not going to be doing the, the, you know, the changeling, the female, I, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, just be happy with, with what we have. That's, that's... Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: I get that. And at the same time, it was so good that I yearn for more. I can't stop myself, you know, yes. because, um, because we love the world, the world that you all created. We love those characters so much. It's hard to just let them go, but that's, why I just watch it all over again all the time. <laughs> it's <crazy. You> know? <laughs> DS9 is on in my house all the time.
0: Well, look, um, I love uh, hearing kitchen. that. I mean, obviously, that's a nice thing to hear. I'm not going to try to c- talk you out of it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's that's lovely to hear, and I thank you uh, from the bottom of the place where my heart would be if I had one. But that's all good. But we did the best we could. I mean, certainly I did the best I could to end that show, to stick a fork in that show, you know, because we knew we weren't going to do a movie. So, you know, we try to split as many people up as we could, you know, give them someplace else to go and someplace else to do, um, uh, you know, as as we were planning at the time, we would never have been able to come up with another, uh you know, set of antagonists like the Dominion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Dominion. So if there had been an eighth season, you know, as I kept telling the writers, the only place to go really was Earth. And that's mm-hmm. when we got into our version of Section 31. Mm-hmm which the fans would have despised
3: <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it, 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 especially back then because oh, yeah. how could there be evil at the heart of the uh, but but once you've conquered all the villains the only villain left is yourself
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: so so um, so it would have just been something else for people to be disappointed in you know I mean I used to tell people that the difference between Outlander fans and Deep Space Nine fans is the Atlanta fans want to bake you cookies and knit you sweaters. And <laughs> Deep Space Nine fans wanna tell you how much they love the show, but what you did wrong and what you <laughs> oh, 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 could have done. Come on. Don't God. you realize that the is really a nice guy? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know? That's just that's just it. He didn't have to Star be Trek hanging thing.
5: out with Kira's mother, though. That was wrong.
4: <laughs> that show <God. laughs> that was wrong. <laughs> that was so, well, better her mother than her, so, you
1: well, know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, did you see um, any similarities? You might not, but, I mean, between the, oh, no. uh, the critiques of... Um, that DS9 got in the beginning in the scene and the type of criticism that uh disco and uh newer checks because I do. Oh
0: well, yeah, obviously. I mean <laughs> you know, that's why be careful what you wish for, because it's like um there is something about this franchise and maybe all franchises now. I mean social media, man, it just mm. it it it's Exhausting. it's antisocial <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it exactly so true well put that's what it is um so yes I I I I thought it was quite amusing that here you go you know there's been a a chunk of time where there was no more new track on TV and here comes some new track so mm. hate it you know watch <laughs> And that's the other thing. People, the other thing with track that drives me crazy, maybe again, this is true of, of you know, Marvel, and uh, I, but I don't know. It seems to be really attracting that people who can only criticize it, but they can't stop watching. If I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't want. Like, York people. This isn't forever. We're, we're, you know, you're not going to be here. You're going to be, you know, a cold, you know, marble corpse. Um, So don't waste time with things you don't like. You know, don't, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's.
2: And let me like it. Just let me like it. It's okay. you You always
0: have to try to convince you of why. You should not like it. You know, it's it's uh, it's just a thing. Yeah, I feel like there's now only- they're not saying it's you know, at least the only thing Discovery did not get was it was really stolen from Babylon five. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh oh yeah. god, all the time with that.
0: Still. Yeah, still, still, still the, the Babylon five will never go away. And now all of a sudden it's all about politics and and is Star Trek woke and was Star Trek political in the past? Oh, and come on. That that just seem like so unnecessary to be arguing about. Yeah. <laughs> why? Really, um, which is, you know, one of the reasons why I, uh, I don't watch Star Trek. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, there you go.
0: It's just, I mean, much.
1: it's it's one of the reasons why, like, we decided that why the sci fi sisters formed. You know, we got tired of arguing with people. I don't need to argue with you. You mm-hmm. just need to exist over here and do my thing and love what I love and talk about it the way I want to talk about it.
0: You know? Very cool. Yeah. You know, what I like about it personally, and I was just saying this online today, picketing um, to, to, uh, an actor uh, who was picketing along with us is that, you know, back in 1990, whatever it was, we were told flat out, even though, you know, uh, we had Avery and we had Ciroc and we had Penny and Brock Peters I mean, that's not, they weren't, they weren't saying that that was bad or they were trying to stop that. I'm not, that's not what I'm going to say, but they were saying, you know, the thing you have to understand is, black people don't watch science fiction, and Star Trek has no black fans. Mm. We were a constant. Wow, oh my
5: gosh, how it? in the world? I think you we've know. always gotten that, though. Yeah, I mean, because that's why we started this. I mean, you go into these spaces. Um, and they're like, you don't I Fran even mentioned it. You don't look like a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to get that mm-hmm.
2: all the time. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know what you th- at my house I look like a Star Trek fan. <laughs> right. Exactly. Or assume or assume you're like a pseudo fan and you don't yeah. really and know. Don't know stuff. What you don't know what you're stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't start with us. Don't start. Please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is also a, a, a thing that I can't stand. is like you have to prove yourself that you're a fan. No, I just liked it. I like it. You know, I don't have to memorize every line. I don't have to know the title of every episode. I don't have, have to know, to know every dates. guest as guest star and well, you could you know who, who is the <laughs> no, it's not that. But I don't I have to. And that's the thing. Like there's there's a one-upmanship like I'm more Trekker than thou, you know? Like okay. I, and you know, I, like I don't I don't even That's why I got my sisters over here because they will run any damn trivia contest. And I'm just like, I'm out. I don't know. Don't ask me specifics. I, know, I remember, no, I just... like, start talking to me about the storyline and the plot, and I could tell you what happened. And, we, you know, I don't remember the dude's name. <laughs> I remember the chick had some weight crazy hair, and Always. she was blue or some shit, you know, like. I got you. You know, but it doesn't mean that, like, like I'm not a, not a fan.
4: But that that thing about, you know, when I tell people, that I'm a Trekkie and I'm proud of it and all this stuff. And it was like, you know, this, this, that stock, well, you don't look like a Trekkie fan. And I, and then when I tell them how I became a Trekkie fan, being 11, I'm an OG, Um, being an 11 year old girl, seeing you who up on the screen for the first time and that opened up my world. And then, and then they get this look on the face that says, Oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Why wouldn't you be a fan? You know, so I, I, I you know, I, but I like, I like, even as an eleven-year-old girl, I like Twilight Zone. I like mm-hmm. the Time Tunnel. I like Boys to the Bottom of the
3: Sea.
0: Know.
4: You know, yeah, the time, have, tunnel. time Tunnel. tunnel. Jimmy Darren, Jimmy Darren. You know, I like
0: had lunch with Jimmy.
4: Did you? Oh,
0: <laughs> I hadn't seen Jimmy in a while. I have to say, because we used to, you know, we were. We are close, mm-hmm. uh, but since the pandemic, everything's yeah. got screwed up, yeah. um, so we had not – we talked on the phone and stuff or texted, but to actually sit down for a couple of hours, it was it was great. It was just so I'm sure great to see him. Okay, uh, as well. I was yeah, so excited yeah, yeah.
2: when he came on.
0: Yeah, he uh, – <laughs> He's still Jimmy. <laughs>
3: moon doggy, moon <laughs> doggy.
0: Lips are still.
2: I was on that cruise when he was on that cruise, and I'm telling you, it was hilarious because he did his regular Vegas show in the evening, and there was a set of women of a certain age that just went. <laughs> ballistic crazy sabrina are you saying that gidget. your panties were
1: up on the stage is that what you're trying to say uh,
2: he went into gidget and we went crazy
0: <laughs> we uh this is going back a couple of years telling stories out of school but, uh jimmy myself my wife and ebby his wife went out to to dinner um it's at, at this Italian restaurant on Melrose Avenue. Anyway, so we had dinner and we had parked around the corner in this little, you know uh parking lot. So we're walking out and as we're walking, there are three very three or maybe four I don't know the exact number I don't remember. Uh, Latina women, okay? Very attractive. And I guess they were also either waiting for their car or something. And so I'm walking. My wife's walking. Evie's walking. We get to where we have to go. We turn around. No Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy is standing there being Jimmy Darren with these three women. And they are laughing and giggling. Aww. I don't think they knew who he was. I don't know. Didn't and matter. Ebbie's standing there going, This has been my life for (laughs) 60 years. There's just no 60 years of this. Look at him. Look at him. Look at the smile on his (laughs) face. It's like, it's like I want to say Jimmy. Come on, come on. Time to go. Let's go. He can't help himself. He can't
2: <laughs> He is so charming. He just turns it on and everybody just loves him. It was just, it was just it's,
5: it's, You it's, can't it's, it's, listen.
2: It. I I've watched everything he's ever been in. I can't let me just stop with Moon, the heart okay. flutters.
5: <laughs> Look at Sabrina's all
2: you all flush over there. I
5: know.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> My, my son became okay. a big time tunnel fan when he was little, you mm-hmm. know. Um and and uh it was it was just great, you know, buying the DVDs of the Time Tunnel and watching the Time Tunnel again, you know, that brought me back to to being a little kid. Um mm-hmm. you know.
4: <laughs> and they had a woman scientist on there. They did. You didn't see that much on TV in the sixties. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. You sure. know, was that? The so. first, she was
2: a former Miss America. Oh, I think it is. name. Lee, yeah. Maryweather. Lee Maryweather, right, Come on, right, man. Right. Get it. Sparks <laughs> would go off, and Lee was on the yeah. dials, man. Yeah. And she couldn't get them
0: back. And, and they <laughs> they remain close. I mean, I'm oh, not talking any of you, because it's you know she she's a very beautiful woman, and Jimmy, because again, this is even more years ago. They, I I was asked to speak. To speak at an event that Jimmy was being honored. And they actually asked me to be one of the speakers. So I spoke, and one of the other speakers, I couldn't believe it was Lee Merriweather. Oh, wow. Like 30 years after the time tunnel, at least 89. No, 40 years. After- wow. Mm hmm. And 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 he's still that tight with Lee Merriweather. It It's um, just you know that's just Jimmy. Right, Jimmy. And it
2: was a one season show. I mean, it wasn't even like yeah. they did seven seasons seven, or anything. Oh, you know? Three.
0: It's it's he, he he's a he's a he's a lovely guy. He's a. Great guy. I wrote a fan letter for that show. I wrote
2: one. Oh yeah, okay. I did. That's great. <laughs> I was a fan letter writer when I was. I mean, that's what you did back then when you were a kid. It was nothing it. else. You wrote fan letters. <laughs> I think that. If anybody did it, it was Sabrina. <laughs> I, I did it for Star Trek. I did it for Time Tunnel. And they did it. Actually, I did a, a more recent one for. um, oh, What was the show that? Oh, never mind. But uh, it, you know, you <laughs> sent the email now. It's like, it was an email. Yeah, no, it's place. not the same. Come on. It's not it's the not, same. It's, it's not.
1: Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the same as getting like bucket loads of, of mail. Like we do it, you know, a, a paper just. You know, the the physical volume, mm-hmm. the, the physical yeah, impression. The opening
0: that of a letter is yes. just so much cooler than clicking on a text or a... Mm-hmm. It or, is. It's just, it's really a treasure. You really, you, you know... it uh, took the time. Yeah. It
4: takes yeah, time yeah. To, yeah, you do yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I was, you know, part of developing as a writer, I had a friend of mine... Who went to Guadalajara for medical school? He became a doctor. Um, and a lot of kids went down to Guadalajara
3: uh,
0: to medical school, which I visited once, which was wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen people party hardier in my life. <laughs> medical students in Guadalajara, and we're laughing about it now, but at the time it was like, these people are going to.
3: <laughs> <Medicine>? <laughs> I mean,
0: I would, anyway, anyway, so I used to write it's incredible him and his wife because he had gotten married and she was down there with him at times too. Uh, I would write these long letters, these crazy funny letters to keep him amused, you know, to keep him, you know, and a lot uh, and and that became a thing, you know, because they would read the letters to their friends down in Guadalajara. So I had a little audience, you know, so I would I I I developed um through letter writing, you know, mm-hmm. and wouldn't do that anymore. It's like four lines. It's yeah. like you don't do, you know, I had letters that had a beginning, middle, and end, as they mm-hmm. say.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> I don't even think people have the patience to write that much, even if they put it in an email form.
0: Yeah, I know. It's so I, I
2: Hey, listen, my father wooed my mother and got her to come to this country (laughs) with his letter writing. I was like, (laughs) that must have been some kind of letter writing, Dad. Yeah,
1: that's right, because she was in India, right?
2: Right. He wrote to her for four years after the war. And she came over in 49. She didn't come over with him in 45. She, he was writing for four years.
0: <laughs> it worked. It
2: sure did. And I was always jealous that he never wrote a letter to me. I never had a letter from him, like when I went to camp or college or anything, because he was all spent out. He, like,
5: <laughs> he, all, he wrote all the letters he yeah, wrote. Right. I got okay, what I I'm need. Not, yeah. <laughs> I know you're
4: coming home. Right. <laughs> I don't know, um, Ira, if you remember this. On the cruise, there was a lady that you was doing on a little panel, and there was a lady who came up and sat in the front and and asked you, do you ever hear from Avery? And you answered the question, you know, that was me. That was me. I was huh? the one that, that asked you that question, and You and, you know, you told, you know, that you... You did. You did name someone, and I'm sorry the name slips me. That sometimes he will be in contact with.
0: Yeah, with Dave Zapolin, who did right, right,
4: right. You did mention that, and um, I was, you know, a bit taken back because I don't know. In my head, I just thought, you know, you all were all. I I just thought you all were all in, not all, but that there was some kind of contact with him, you know. Well,
0: I, I tell you, you know, for a while there there was, you know, and, uh, as I think I said, you know, I, I, when I saw him at that Vegas convention and, you know, we hadn't seen each other in 13 years, it was quite the reunion, you know, and it was fantastic. Yeah. And, and just hanging with, you know, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, Avery, as I said, Avery is the most vulnerable person I ever met, and
4: I you saying that. he mm-hmm.
0: he would he would he would deny it up and down, and say, "I don't know what I'm talking about," but I do know what I'm talking about, and I you know he uh, he he's he's wounded, you know, in a lot of ways. You know, he's a sensitive guy, and and uh, I know that. What's been going on in the country has been uh, tough. Because when we were still in touch, I knew how much it was killing him. Um, the way the country was shifting. Mm. Um, so, but you know, I mean, once again, the way I look at it is, I I had my time with Avery. Uh, you know, it was an exciting. You know, uh, it was just an exciting relationship. It was a guy, you know, who who I found endlessly fascinating, endlessly exasperating at times, <laughs> and, and would blow my mind. I mean, that's the thing. Avery remembered everything, which is very painful, I'm sure, oh,
1: yeah.
0: a lot of ways, but he yeah. would remember everything he would call back stuff conversations we had about the show or about whatever and he would like call me on and go but you said back then and you know um but he uh whatever he he's been through um i, I just i just think it's had its impact on him in in mm-hmm. and- in a lot of ways, and you know, you'd see it sometimes. You'd see it on the show uh, at times, but uh, I just think time and and the state of the state uh, has. But yet, he calls a pone and just shoots the shit with the phone <laughs> at times, and and. But man, we try to get him in that documentary. Holy! Mm-hmm. I know that everything, everything we could come up with—just the voice, anything he wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, we'd do the dance with him, and he'd say yes, maybe, then no. Um But, but I would never. I mean. I mean, personally, besides the writing staff, who I literally lived with—not all of them at the same time—people came and went. But with the exception of the writing staff, you know, the 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 person who, when I think of Deep Space Nine, who I think of um, mostly is is Avery because he was such an enigma at times, um, and. Uh, but when he directed, th- th- that was the best because he'd call mm-hmm. me up at night. We'd have conversations. It was uh-huh. like he was so happy. I mean, I-, I wouldn't say he was so happy, but, I mean, he liked being that involved. He liked mm-hmm. the direction, and he liked it being collaborative, and he liked explaining what he was going to do the next day and how that day's shooting had gone. And it was just a whole different thing than when he was just acting. Wow. You know.
4: I used to tell my friends, uh, also, you know, my real life friends that (laughs) didn't look at track back then. I said, You do know that there's a show where there's a a really loving and supportive single father. Mm -hmm. And the guy's black. And, you know, I said, It's really loving. I said, The child isn't precocious. The dad isn't a buffoon. You know, it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, I would not say that. Y'all know what I'm trying to say.
5: Right. It was really
4: mm-hmm. heart-wrenching. And, you know, I said, a whole family. And, you know, and then like, well, what show was it? And I'm like, Deep Space Nine. And they be like, oh, Star Trek. I'm like, yeah, it's not just about monsters and spaceships. It's about relationships on this show. And if you mm-hmm. want to see a great show with a great positive role model for a Black man being a father, you would check it out. Of course, since it was Star Trek, they poo-pooed me off. And I'm like, well, you're missing it, so.
0: (laughs) I also think, you know, one of the things I, uh, you know, looking back, I'm I'm so pleased with him. Uh, I'm very happy we did it, is you know, uh, I just thought Cassidy Yates Uh, was such... I mean, for someone who never got her own episode, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was such talk about a role model mm-hmm. just as a human being. Forget right, mm-hmm. woman, black. I mean, she was she was as contemporary a character yes. mm-hmm. as you could mm-hmm. find in Star Trek. You know, she she was strong without being a bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah handle herself she was loving without being weak you know mm-hmm. um, yeah she could hold her own with avery she was great mm-hmm. with serac yep. and you just knew as i as i've i've said to some i, I said to not visited visitor recently you know cassidy yates is one of those characters that you know she has a life even when she's not on screen.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: As yeah. She's off doing shit mm-hmm. when we're not watching her. Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And that's and perfect. that's when you know that that's a good character who you can imagine being off, being a a, a, a captain, a freighter captain, doing her thing, doing dealing with whatever she's dealing with and and missing Ben right. when mm-hmm. she's there. Um, so I I thought, you know, that was... Um, a really, you know, it's like I, the the two the two women I always compare is the success of Cassidy Yates and the failure of Keiko O'Brien.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Ever were able to to mm-hmm. to handle that uh, character and give that character like an expanded life beyond being. O'Brien's uh wife, well, and yeah, you know, and and on the show, his wife was really Bashir. So right. exactly,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So now I love the fact it's amazing what uh, what thirty years will do because now it's all about Bashir and Garrick.
3: Yeah. Yes. I know. <laughs> with,
0: guys, I hate to tell you this. They <laughs> together for a handful of shows. Right. Not the team of Garrick and Bashir as they like to paint it now. It was Bashir and O'Brien. Thank you. Constantly. constantly. And that had suddenly been swept under the rug. Remember mm-hmm. the Alamo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Battle <of Britain. laughs> yeah. Battle of Britain. Yeah. <laughs> Crossing the pond. That's a- <laughs> um.
4: Let's have a pint and sing Irish songs. Okay.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, that, man. That, that's, that's bugged me. That 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 has bugged me a lot. And even when we were doing the doc, I really couldn't get those guys. I, I know it pissed them off while we were doing the show. They were not thrilled that... Um, most of the time, they were joined at the hip, and and or at least they perceived it that they each had shows where you know other things were happening, but in their minds, you know, and and I know Column never understood, not that he never understood, but the whole going into the hollow Suite and doing the stuff with the, you know, thought it was juvenile, um, but you know that's what. Guys do when they're trying, right? To- <laughs> <laughs> like
1: yeah. you got a buddy that you go
5: like play some shit with, <laughs> especially especially during wartime. I mean, yeah, you have yeah. to have your outlet, you know. I know that's why I said it. It for people who may not have gone to um, war, you definitely did a good good job of uh, portraying people who have to find their outlet and the PTSD, and I, I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, it definitely did a lot for me, because I, you know, you you do do juvenile stuff when you because you, you play hard, you work hard, so you play hard, and um I, I I I thought it was, you know, we we did stupid stuff because tomorrow might be the the last day, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so you do stupid stuff, you know. I made my
4: sister look at that scene where. Avery had poured his heart out to her about the base. take me out to the hall suite and why yeah. he wanted you. Know, what, he said, you got to promise. You have to promise that you're not going to uh, say this to anybody. Oh, I won't. And the next scene, she immediately was running her mouth. My sister said, oh, she just, she just died. And I said, you have to look at this episode with me. This is something else because my sister's not a tracker, but she tolerated with me. And, you know, it's like when she went to it, that was the funniest, that was the funniest thing. That Cassidy, I think, uh, did. And, yeah. you know, and that was so funny. Oh, my, Maybe my promise
2: favorite. not to tell you. No, you see, my favorite was that when he needed somebody to fix that team, he had to go get Cassidy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: was, mm-hmm. Who are you
2: going to get? Uh, let me call my girlfriend.
1: <laughs> so, so, let me ask you this. Like, was there anything that, like, did you have hanging chads? Did you, do you feel like you left anything out there that you really wanted some resolution for for DS9?
0: Well, um, resolution. Well, you know, I mean, there is, there's a part of me that, even though the fans would have hated it beyond even. <laughs> You know, there's a part of me that that said the the you know at the time, look at the time I was reacting to what was going on around me, and and you know I wanted I you know everyone makes the captain a god, they treat him like God. Shatner a card, you know Kate, you know. They worship, the fans worship these captains. And I said, screw that. We're going to make Cisco a god. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make, make him an actual god. Make him an actual god. <laughs> yeah. It, it comes all the way back from Emissary. And now we're going to finish that. Now, the fact is, yes, he was a, a, a black dad with a son. And him leaving that kid was more problematic. I got caught up in the Star Trek of it all.
3: Mm-hmm. You
0: know? and, there's, and and mm-hmm. I see where that you know was a problem even though we said he said he'd come back you know that's what Avery wanted it was a two line change or something so we made that change but there's part of me would, that would love to have ended the show with him uh, resigning from mm-hmm. Starfleet and moving down to Bajor oh yeah with, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm.
3: And, I can see that
0: was and and, and Literally have them not the final shot be the space station, which is fantastic and it's a beautiful image, and and that mm-hmm. station receding into the distance can still you know uh, tickle the uh, the old heartstrings. But there was something I would love to say. You know what? Forget about Bejor coming into the Federation. I'm gonna. I still have a lot to learn from Bajor and this is where I belong, and this is where my life is. And that would have been nice. Um, But no, you know, it's not that they were hanging chads. There are things that I wish we had more time. You know, we were juggling so many... There were times we were juggling so many balls in the air. It Mm -hmm. had so many stories and so many characters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also, I would like to have done more with the Maquis. But because of Voyager, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it was like they weren't, you know. It was like we can, but we can't. And and Eddington was an interesting character in the Marquis oh, yeah. people, but it, that was one of the few times where I said, no, 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 we're killing Eddington. We're going to end that story. We have to end something. We have too many. We're going to getting into Dominion <laughs> War. We can't have the talk about a hanging chat of the of the Marquis. But it was it was how to how to get rid of that, though there's part of me that wished I could have done more with that. Yeah. I wish we could come up with section thirty one a little earlier. Yeah. How that would have uh um uh, you know been met if we had I don't think there were there would have been a lot of stress if we really tried to uh but the fact is we I came up with it when I came up with it and and um You know, we were running out of time, so we definitely didn't have enough time to to play with that. Uh, So Section 31, I would think, was a a bit of a hanging chad. But, you know, like I said, seven years, 100 every episode, I was the only writer who was there the whole time.
3: Hmm.
0: And and it's, I really don't want to waste time and believe me, I've beaten myself up over the years, <laughs> many an episode. Uh, but so what? You got to take the 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 bad with the good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had twenty six episodes to fill a season, and you do what you know. It's a it's a speeding it's a speeding rocket, and you're just trying to hold. Uh, but but when I think of Deep Space Nine now. And that's after not thinking about it all for like the first thirteen years. Wow, uh, you know, I mean, not it was, I mean, I still were friends with a lot of people who were on the show, so it's not like the show was out of my life. But I wasn't thinking about, I wasn't doing interviews or thinking about it
3: mm-hmm.
0: to, to the bigger picture. But you know, as I've told the actors while we were, you know, doing these documentaries, the the documentary was like. The simple truth of it all is that it took seven years. We were there for seven years and looking back on it, it was by any stretch of the imagination, a positive experience, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, overall. And it's okay to say, Hey, you know what? It doesn't suck.
3: You know, <laughs> at all. It not
0: work. at all. No, and 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 to have something like that in your life. I mean, every time I go out, you know, this last week and whatever it's been of going out and and ticketing, and you know, people come up and go, you know, give me a chance to geek out, or I'm, um, you know, <laughs> I love the show, you know. You know I, I wish some people would come out and say they love the forty four hundred, which is a show I'm very proud of. That yeah. Uh, oh yeah, is way 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 underrated. Yeah, uh, much more that. interesting. I understand it didn't have all the bells and whistles, but I like that show a lot. And uh, you know, I like to see that get a little bit more love, maybe. But 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 Deep Space Nine. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's been thirty years, and and you know, Avery did call me up that time. That was the amazing thing. Whether it was two two thousand and twelve or two thousand and thirteen or whatever the freaking year it was, he called me up and was so for Avery. He was pretty damn excited. <laughs> he like, Have you seen these new fans? These young people. These young people who were were too young to even watch when it was on. They understand it. they get it <laughs> they, they love it and it was like wow Avery I'm glad it's making you happy <laughs> <laughs> who would not you know would not get into those discussions at all at the time you know you know to put that you know he said to me put the uniform on and see how heavy it is to wear mm-hmm. you know Put the uniform on for 12 hours and tell me if you're happy. You
3: know?
0: <laughs> uh, and I pills. get it. But yeah, but I, I have to say, you know, he 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 responded to the to that new wave of people who were not completely, you know. It's what I it drives me crazy about Star Trek. You can't just be. How is this show in comparison to other things you watch in your life? It always has to be. How is it compared to TNG? How is it compared to the right? right. to the Voyager? How is Voyager compared to Enterprise? Yeah. How is it compared to Disco? How's Disco? You know, it's like, it's like, just it, watch the show. You know, so, so it, it's great to have fans, or, or 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 to be meeting fans who did not seem to care about that anymore the other Mm. thing that from the very beginning i will say this when i used to go to the conventions in pasadena which was the big convention back in the day in the 90s that was the one convention i'd go to from the very beginning i was shocked how much people in the military responded to the show you know, and we used to get letters from, uh, at the time it was Lebanon was the big thing, right? Mm-hmm. That was the big, you know, flashpoint in the Middle East and- and and, and we Bosnia.
5: Would hear, yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: we would hear from soldiers. Uh, we'd get letters and certainly at conventions, I'd meet people and they would talk about, you know, the thing that I loved back then- was you know how how much they responded to Cisco as a as a commanding officer, as someone who they felt yeah. yes would have their backs and they could trust. That was fantastic, and I'm talking in the day, yeah. not 30 years later. Mm-hmm. That was cool, um, and also just the fact that the show uh, performed a real purpose for them. It gave them off time, you know, time to enjoy themselves yes. and get away from it. And that, my wife used to freak out when she'd come to these conventions because a lot of times, sometimes people, as we know, they don't want to talk to you or they feel they don't want to, but they talk to her a lot, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like adjacent, you know, they can talk to
3: yeah. you <laughs> through
0: and, and, you know, she would get all emotional uh because there'd also be you know uh uh women in the ranks uh who would who would who would it was just it, it was a thing so the military we had you know that's something that had never been written about yeah. but I always felt we had uh a true fan base oh yeah in in the military and that felt uh really good, which is why. One of my things back in the day was, you know, I really started to get a little queasy about all these space battles and ships blowing up and people dying on those ships, but no one thinks about all the people who are dying,
3: mm-hmm. right? It's, it's like
0: really not good, you know. It's not good to uh, to 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 simplify something that's so horrible. So that's why I wanted to do as much, you know, actual combat violence. I didn't want the fans to like it, you know? That's why, to the death, I was so pissed off when when there was the big fight with the gemedar, the hand-to-hand combat, and it was pretty brutal. And then mm-hmm. they got out of it. Then uh, the uh, Rick cut, like, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 seconds out of it, which was all, like, the really you know, scenes of the, of the crew, like, really, like, ugly killing, so Mm -hmm. not Mm was like, so, so, you know, battle of AR, the siege of AR-558, stuff Mm -hmm. like, or the stuff with, obviously, Nog and, Mm -hmm. and the PTSD, I really started to feel a little queasy about, uh, how Star Trek portrays uh combat and death in combat. It's like mm-hmm. look, look at that ship blow up, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah. i <laughs> Or hey, just counting red shirts, you know, don't
2: even get the guy a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
1: right, you're I, I swear I I love I'm just sitting here wrapped, like I I am really loving your brain. And I'm really happy that we have time to sit here and listen to all of this because, I mean, I feel like I have all these questions. I feel like I could keep you forever, but I won't. Um, <laughs> because I have a ton That's more a questions. Question. I have a ton more questions. Um, all right. You know, I mean, cause I, I mean, we, we've all sort of been, well, okay, I, I can't even figure out where I want to go next because I kind of want to have some DS9 questions, but I also really think it's important for us to talk about um, the strike yeah. and and what's going on with the strike. If you want to, um, and why people are striking, because I think that there's outside of Hollywood um, and outside of people who write. I think the layperson doesn't understand what this strike is about and and i've seen i've read enough of people breaking it down for me like because i didn't understand i mean i was just going to support the strike regardless but i didn't understand what the specifics were about like you know and then people started breaking it down like these people are not making any money right like at all i was making more money when i worked at costco than these writers are making
0: yeah it's 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 uh you know uh, i get it show business just the word show business people mm-hmm. think it's one thing and you know that that once you're on a show um you know you have it made mm-hmm. you know and it's all going to be beer and skittles and you're going to be living in a big old house you know mm-hmm. is that um and uh it's never been like that for most writers and And now it's becoming impossible not only to make money, but to learn the craft. Um, Writers have become more disposable than ever before. Mm -hmm. Um, These many rooms that have popped up and have now become the norm of the business where you pay people scale for 10 weeks to create basically what a show is going to be. Take, Suck all the ideas and energy out of them. And then, you know, if the show does go, there's no guarantee they're going to even be on the show. So, um, wow. Um, so that's like horrific. Um, you have shows, the last show I was on, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, Doing uh, uh, considerably better than than uh, a lot of, of, obviously, people starting out. But I was on a show for 16 months. 16 months. And by the time my contract finally ran out, um, it was eight episodes, by the way. 16 months, eight episodes. We hadn't filmed a single scene by oh, the time wow. we were done. We hadn't finished building the sets by the time we were done. So, and that's me who they kept on, but these writers come on these 10 week deal, 20 week deals. And by the time their contracts are up, you know, the, the show isn't even in production. They don't know then they don't get taught how to be on a set. They never see a set. Then mm-hmm. their, their, their contract is up before the show Goes before the cameras and uh, oh,
2: great.
0: so it, it's 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 I mean, you know, it's hard because you know, four hours of picketing, you know, it's it, which I'm not complaining about, there's a lot of worse things, but it's it's like four hours of picketing and talking to writers for four hours about <laughs> every day, it's like. I have the strike coming out of my my ears
3: <laughs>
0: and, you know the bottom line is, as with all strikes, you know it's all about solidarity. it would be great if the other you know we're getting a lot of support, knock on wood from the teamsters um mm-hmm. we're uh we'll see what happens with the actors, you know um. When it's their time, because mm-hmm.
5: they're coming up too, right? Uh-huh.
0: It, everything's coming up. <laughs> actors, the actors, um, but you know, it's, it's, I have to say this and I'm going to say it only because I, again, I was talking about it today. The one thing that I have noticed about, and this is not my first, you know, barbecue done <laughs> uh, at least four strikes in the past. So. I've been through this before. But being, you know, and I've gone to Paramount, I've gone to Warner Brothers, I've gone to Universal, I've gone to CBS Radford. Today I was at Netflix. So I've been going to different places. And, you know, I have noticed on the picket lines, as opposed to other strike, how many women and how many people of color.
3: Mm-hmm
0: are members of this guild now. It has changed.
3: Mm-hmm. They say things
0: don't change. I'm telling you, it's changing, and for the better. And let me tell you something. These people are not going, I believe, are not going to vote to take a shitty deal. Mm-hmm. I they will be willing to stay the course, yeah. which is what... And, you know, in 2007... It was a nightmare of of you know uh, solidarity started to fray. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't think that's going to happen.
3: Yeah.
0: That's what we need. Mm-hmm. We need young blood who, who realized they realized that they will never have the career they dreamed about. That's right. If they don't stand their ground right now, mm-hmm. because this isn't, this is not something, you know, because I've heard a little bit of talk of, well, do we really need to get this? Do we really need to get that? Yeah, we do.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> What it's going to be, and I know that it's easy to talk. And when it gets to the dog days of summer, yeah, it's so much fun, right? Yep. Yep. You know, and the people aren't honking as much.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but That's three, right, yep.
0: three months, and look at those losers are still standing out there. Uh, mm-hmm. And with the mm-hmm. signs, it's suddenly it's not as much fun to yeah. watch, you know. It's like, it, I still think. I'm still hopeful that this is a uh, 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 young and 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 hungry, which is important, hungry mm-hmm. and and dynamic uh, base for this guild. So that's what I have to say about the strike. Uh, just being on the picket line and looking at at you know from my dotage now, being the old. <laughs> And looking at these kids of, yeah, I feel really uh, inspired by them and hopefully we'll see. Yeah. Okay. That's I got to say about this track. So ask me a uh, more fun question. than Okay. I, I got a, I got a more
1: fun one for you, but thank you. For, thank you for like, you know, taking the time to talk about it. Cause I think it's really important and um, yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. you know, and I think a lot of our listeners are, are really invested, you know, um, in supporting the writers too. So, okay. So here's one. (laughs) I was listening to your, i watched the shuttle pod show that you were on. Ah. This is definitely a much more fun question to my, to me in my, and you said, TNG is the Connecticut of Star Trek. (laughs) And I lost my shit. I was on the floor. I was laughing so hard. Can you tell people what you you were talking about?
5: (laughs) You don't know?
0: (laughs) Well, I I hate to say this. I was saying this back when I was on TNG. It's not a new thing by any stretch of the imagination. I mean not it's Connecticut
4: though you want <laughs> the carpet to prove it but go ahead
0: <laughs> it's it's just I mean and I'm you know I ha- I have to admit I have not spent even when I live back east I have not spent a lot of time in Connecticut no.
5: No. in the Bronx we don't do that yeah,
0: <laughs> I have a good friend of mine you know who, who lives in Connecticut now uh so but but look look at I mean it's 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 the enterprise. It's just very clean and mm-hmm. and, and and safe looking and it's very, very white. And when I say mm-hmm. that I don't mean that they're they're not people, you know of color, you know, walking. We know what you talk about
5: now. Yeah, we know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> We get it. We, we got it. Yeah. No, so, <laughs> I mean,
0: to it's me, subtle. to me, that, that, it, it's just so obvious. It's, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the, and also at the time, at the time, which we, I really don't want to, the one thing I, am am I'm, I'm getting a little, uh, you know over is talking about gene and working with gene and disagreements with gene in my brief one season with with uh, on TMG um i mean that i made that case over and over again <laughs> but because the way the stories were told what you could do and what you could not do mm-hmm. the way the show was shot
3: yeah <clears throat> so, yeah
0: I, I also used to call it, at the time, I also called it Bonanza Television.
5: I <laughs> think they liked that part. Oh, God. It, it it,
0: because it's shot like a show that was shot in the 1950s. Everything <laughs> couldn't go handheld. You couldn't have interesting lighting. You couldn't do anything. It was all cowboys, you know, everything waste. you know, the typical clean, safe master singles. I mean, let uh, carpet. I that, that was considered classic, clean mm-hmm. television. Yeah. Well, yeah. Connecticut, you know. I mean, it's, it's there's no. It's not exactly bursting with vitality. Let's just. No, say, it was you know, so perfect.
1: It was so perfect when I heard you describe it like that. I was like, oh my god! I never thought about that. It, it is just yes, you are right.
5: You're right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much Connecticut. Not Bridgeport, but the rest of Connecticut. Okay, so <laughs> if you
1: if you were if you were leading up another Trek show today, yeah. what type of show would you want to make? Or would you want to make another Trek Show at all?
0: Um well what, what's the one thing we all know, people? Never say never. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you look like an idiot. Um uh, <laughs> All Which I would, said <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh all I would say was I would be very confident that if I did uh if I was involved, did another Trek show and had any agency within that show to to steer it in, in a direction that that I I I felt uh you know was artistically and creatively apropos um i am sure a lot of people would be up in arms and complaining you know i mean that that would be my take is uh, that uh i i i think it would be it would be back to the same old same old to be honest mhm so
5: so are you telling us that you're not part of Michelle Yeoh's section thirty-one? Is that what you're telling us?
0: I, I am not part of Michelle Yeoh's section thirty one. <laughs> and I hope it's not mission impossible.
1: Okay. Shall <laughs> we go? <Try> <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is a softball one. Okay. Why why do you think um Deep Space Nine is still resonating so well today. And now, I mean, I know it lends itself to streaming and stuff, you know, like people like, but um, content-wise.
0: Well, I, I, I would think that I used to say back in the day, and this is going back 30 years, but but I used to say, you know, uh, the uh, original series you know, if you look at it with too discerning an eye, is, is unwatchable, mm. right? Uh, it's about. Of, 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 you know, again, the way it's shot, special effects. <laughs> but what works, what works, is that holy trinity of yes. Spock and McCoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kirk, Spock, and McCoy, I'm not taking away from any of the other actors, mm-hmm. but Kirk, Spock, and McCoy... Will allow me, if ever I watch an episode, to stay entertained and understand that beyond whatever you know point, you know whatever social point it was trying to show what what wh- wherever its beating heart was, it's giving us all a lesson in civ. And in the human interaction Which is all fine and good But in terms of entertainment In terms mm-hmm. of caring, in terms of empathy It's those three people mm-hmm. What does that tell us? It tells us that character is everything mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Character Is everything You know, I couldn't tell you Half of the shit that went on In Game of Thrones But I cared about some of those characters And I followed their journeys I didn't care who sat on the Iron Throne mm-hmm. You know big deal Uh, But I cared about those characters And I think the thing That I'm most proud of And Again a lot of it was laid out In the pilot And even in the kind of hinky First season there were flashes Of it um, Is that Deep Space Nine is a A truly Character driven Show and whatever plot machinations, whatever bigger picture uh, you know that that you were supposed to follow and care about it all was filtered through the lens of the people who were involved in the story Mm -hmm. and that kind of Storytelling I think will never go out of style if you care and we gave you so many people to care about.
3: Definitely. You know,
0: oh, yeah. Um the Roms and the and you know Rom and, and Nog and and uh Penny and I mean I could go on and on and on. Yeah. Even Zial, um, Like <laughs> The many, yeah. Z- yeah. Z- the many z <laughs> The many z- Z-owl's. Yeah, there were like three
2: of them,
0: right? Do you now you don't.
2: No? <laughs> but uh, we were still upset when she got
0: it. She, whoever whoever <laughs> yeah, played exactly. the quad, we
4: still he, were really upset when she got killed.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and that, that's, you, you should not have been because you should have just been going... It's not ZL. Who the hell? Is <laughs> we did care. I mean, is she a changeling? She is a changeling. But,
1: Especially but, about if you watch any British television, you're so used to them replacing yeah.
0: actors like right. all the time. It's just like, oh, that's a
1: new guy? Wait.
0: <laughs> so that's what I'm I'm most proud of, without a doubt. And what I used to say, again, to the writers, I know I said a lot of things to the writers, <laughs> in 26 and we were together all the time, so... Was that you know? I it, it's now a hackneyed phrase, but it was just really coming into to the the lexicon at the time. Was you know, it's a novel for television. It's a novel for television, mm-hmm. and, and and not a plot driven novel. It was a novel about these people, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's what wears well.
3: Yeah.
2: Because I swear, it's one of the only Star Treks that... I mean, I've seen every episode multiple times. But if I start watching, of course, you can't finish just one. Like Lay's Potato Chips. You're going to go into the next three episodes. (laughs) And sometimes I actually don't remember what's gonna happen i'm so into the story like where this i was so many of them i know i'm like i'm like oh yeah this is the one where wait a minute what's gonna happen <laughs> and don't, oh, don't, the story, don't like, watch you haven't even heard before, it before you gotta
5: go to work because you oh, will Lord, be late.
2: Made me late so many times i was like yeah so okay like, wait oh, now, damn, i'm gonna that, get out of here miss that bus okay
1: <laughs> i just i and i still cry every oh. time on the, in the last episode Oh yeah! Oh yeah. Um, Every time, I'm never I'm crying fails. on the
5: visitor. I'm crying. Oh, yeah. oh,
1: cried on the visitor every time. And, and
5: every time, every, time
1: he, every time you, every time kill Jazia, I'm done. Every time. Oh God! Every God. Time. Yes. Every, every time, time. Well, at, at, Nicole. We accept. Esri, y'all tried. And bless your heart. Real hard.
2: I was like, "Who the hell?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where? But she did go after war. She won
2: me over when she went after war. Yeah, me too. And
1: she she went toe to toe before. Oh, oh and she she was going. going oh, I'm shut sign up. Him.
2: When she told when she told me, i am going going." <laughs> she,
1: she said, "Oh, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, like, and she yeah, that, went and found head. him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shut up.
1: But y'all, y'all 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 did her. You know, you gave her some interesting stuff. Um because that must have been a really challenging thing for you guys to
0: Well, you know, it was the last thing we needed. It's the last mm-hmm. thing we want. Mm-hmm. I mean, who goes into the seventh season of the show where we had so much momentum? It's like Ron said in the in the documentary, none of us thought she was gonna go. We mm-hmm. all thought that, you know, it was gonna be worked out. How could it not be worked out? Right. And- And then by the time we realized that um, it wasn't and that she was really going, then it became a scramble to say, no, we're not going to let this defeat the last season of the show. And we're not going to, you know, lose the character, you know, of Dax. It just seemed like we could not lose that character. Um, because we didn't have time to bring in a whole new character, and we didn't want, you know, we had to give, you know, Worf something to 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 be reacting to, besides just grief. Uh, grief was too easy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but you know what? It's all part of the of of making stuff you know it, it it's it's you have to be able to adjust uh, to to the things that you have no ultimately you have no control over so then you got to regain some kind of control over the bigger picture and uh you know i was i mean i was really unhappy that we could not use uh Terry's likeness in the final montage.
3: montage. It really yeah. hurt mm-hmm. my yeah.
0: Of, uh, her agents and she didn't want it either. Mm-hmm. Um so so that 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 hurt. That mm-hmm. was it still bugs me. That, that she's not represented after all those years she was on the show, but that was the choice that they made. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I- yeah.
0: but we got her, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: I, you know, she's not in the final montage, but it's the whole body of work that, you know, that speaks. We got her,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Because even when I watch that montage, my brain puts her yeah. in there anyway. When somewhere. you said that, I was yeah. like, she's not in there? It's- not. <laughs> yeah. <But> she was
4: <laughs> and I had already pictured her and Wolf's daughter yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> well for real. Our, for real for real we could keep you all night but you have been more than generous with your time with us and we are so very very appreciative thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us
0: well I'm appreciative of, of your passion you know it it it's 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 a lovely thing to see. I, I have to say, I, I hope you uh, you guys never lose it. I hope that
4: uh, not going you con- anywhere.
0: You continue to to keep uh, this podcast uh, in gear for as long as you want it to go. Thank and you. I hope that track keeps on giving you you know your your little boost that 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 it gives you and and that you keep enjoying it and I'm glad to have been a part of it. I'm glad to have given you guys some some fun in your life. It's a freaking cold cruel world a lot of the time. So I know I love my entertainment. I got a freaking library full of thousands literally of books. I have DVDs and Blu-rays wherever you look. It, it's 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 one of the things that have been with me my whole life, I, I. But
4: so you were well prepared during COVID, right?
0: Hmm? Yeah. Well, well prepared,
4: prepared. during yes, COVID. I, uh... oh,
0: shit, man. I, uh... Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> my wife is like, you know, yeah, he's given, my him... my, my, my kids, when they were little, all they, all they used to go was, they, they used to kind of sing a song. Books and movies and DVDs and books and <laughs> books
3: and, movies
0: and, and books. So I get it, I get it, I get it. You know, we watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the extended version every. Mm, so that's the yeah, only like version to watch. Years, but we did it fifteen <laughs> years in a row, and now my kids are married, my kids are their own, and and we still try to find time to oh. get in a marathon. So. I understand enjoyment and being a fan and 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 loving the work and and what it gives you. So so thank you for taking us taking the show into your hearts. And don't think it's not appreciated. And I've enjoyed spending a little bit of time with you. And uh, continued success, ladies.
3: Thank, hey, thank so you so much. Thank, much. thank,
1: thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. And just so you know Whenever we see your name on a show We're watching Like We're yeah. not just stuck in Trek with you <laughs> We are with you You know our writers from DS9 We support y'all all the time Like <laughs> I, I definitely
0: appreciate that That's yeah. really what you need to say uh, You know It was a long day Of striking so this is a nice way to uh, To End the day you know so. That's what's up. That's what's you. up. So,
1: Yvette, mm-hmm. you want to tell people how they can reach us if they have thoughts on some of the things that we talked about today, or if they happen to disagree with the fact that TNG is Connecticut. I mean, they're wrong, but they can disagree if they want to. Um, you want to <laughs> tell them how to reach us? DS Nine, the Bronx.
3: Okay.
5: Yeah. Yeah. No, DS Nine is Chocolate City. So, anyway. Okay. <laughs> You can find us at sisters dot com. That's s y f y s i s t a s dot com. Join us on the mothership. That's m u t h a s h i p, and the Sci Fi Sisters Book Club, both on Facebook, on Instagram, and TikTok Sci Sisters, and we're also on the Twitter at Sci Sisters. Become a patron of Sci Fi Sisters today at Patreon dot com forward slash sci-fi sisters the trek geeks network presenting sponsor is fansets go to fansets.com for pins and memorabilia for all your favorite franchises visit fansets.com and use trek geeks all caps for your exclusive 10 percent discount after listening to this podcast please rate us and write a review we may just read it on an upcoming episode
1: Y'all, it's been so much fun. We got one last shout-out to do, and that's for the baddest engineer in all universes. He's Dose the Anonymous One. He's responsible for the music that you hear. Dose, 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 Dose. He has his own theme song, He's and he's our engineer, the bestest if you need his skills you can look him up on instagram at dose underscore the anonymous underscore the number one and y'all that's it for us we are out of here thank you for listening we love you very much peace love and hair grease